1: Just to update the scriptures, we're talking about naming the Syrian today, who had leprosy. This morning's news, if it's authentic, reported that the president of Syria has COVID, or the symptoms of COVID. Noli novi subsoli, nothing changes, nothing's new under the sun, the scriptures say. So so we know where Syria is, um, and we also know this whole region that was just visited by the Holy Father. He brings Christianity as the first pope. Think of it, the first pope in 2,000 years to visit that area that we believe was converted by Thomas the Apostle and he was there on the plains of Ur and Ur was the beginning of the of the trip from Abraham to the promised land and it's sometimes called the fertile crescent and it was where God spoke to Abraham and inspired him to become us the father of many people so the scriptures today are like reading YouTube or, or Facebook, I mean, they're, they're so appropriate. A little twist today that may also be appropriate for today. Rejecting Jesus happened in the Old Testament as well as in the time of Jesus. What you heard the story, Naaman, the Syrian king, had leprosy and nobody could cure him. It's almost like the COVID, nobody can cure it accept the vaccination, but he, there was no vaccination. So he's told by his wife's servant girl, who happened to be Jewish, that, you know, in the Holy Land, in, in Jerusalem, in, in that area, there's a prophet who's a Hebrew, and he'll heal you. Go, go there, he'll heal you. So with all good intentions, he packs up his bags and you heard he mounds of gold and treasure and he's bringing them over to the king of Israel. And when the king of Israel hears that he's there, he tears his garments. That's a sign of scandal. That's what the high priest did with Jesus during the Passion. He tore his garments, because he couldn't believe what Jesus was saying. The king tears his garments because he's embarrassed to be given that honor of healer, and he's not a healer, he's a king. And not such a great king, by the way, but that's another story. But there is a prophet, and prophets rise up when kings are bad in the scriptures. They're they're like the conscience of the people. And the prophet Elisha Rises up, as Jesus mentioned in the gospel. All the people of Israel who had leprosy, Elisha cured none of them, but he cured an outsider, Naaman. Interesting. Because the one who was cured during the time of the great famine, there, there was no rain, there was nothing, was a widow, a Zarevath. Again, an outsider, not a Jew. So Jesus refers to them these two characters. So what does Naaman do? Naaman goes to Elisha and says, uh, okay, do your magic, basically. look, Look at the treasure I'm bringing you. You know, heal me. Again, contemporary times, I don't know about down here, but up north, there were some people of dubious character who were hoarding vaccinations, who were producing false vaccinations, and a few other really evil things with vaccinations. They were discovered, put in jail, and all that good stuff. But see, even even then, the idea of a cure brought a lot of money. He was offering a lot of money to Alicia. Alicia said, no, 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 no. I, I, no, I'm not gonna cure you, I'm not gonna touch you, I'm not gonna do anything magic to you. Go wash yourself in the Jordan River. Again, contemporary, the Jordan River, runs the whole length of Jordan, and it runs right through Israel, and it is the Jordan River where Jesus was baptized. A lot of things happened at the Jordan River, and it's two years ago, Jerry and I and and the pilgrims from from Florida, they were from um, Naples, were there at the Jordan River. We renewed our baptismal promises, and there were tons of people there online going into the waters. This is before COVID, so the Jordan River is, again, it's alive. It's, it's today. So these scriptures written thousands of years ago are our reflection today. So Naaman goes to the Jordan River, as Elisha tells him, and he comes up healed. It'd be great if we could have done that with vaccination, go into the Jordan River and everyone who has it will be healed. But it didn't happen that way. Okay? Vaccinations were our contemporary... Jordan River. The vaccinations, you know, they also may be miraculous. They were created by scientists in the labs, and you know the names of the scientists in the labs and all that. But to do it, they had to harness something that God has created and incorporate it in their way, the way scientists do, to make it a healing drug or preventative drug. So in a sense, it's a 21st century miracle. And we've got to look at it that way as we thank the manufacturers, but we realize behind the manufacturing of that drug is God, the creator. Behind the the healing of Naaman, yeah, the Jordan River, but God, the creator. See how contemporary the scriptures are? So he goes out and he praises God and you don't hear it here, but what he does, he says, now I can understand that Israel has God, the only God. We realized that there was a polytheistic culture. Every group, every tribe had their own gods and goddesses and Naaman had a bunch of gods on his side as well. But he went to Elisha and Elisha said, in the name of God, go wash yourself. Not in the name of A, B, C, D, E, F. God. In the name of Yahweh. And his response. Name his response is beautiful. It should be our, on our lips every day. Now I know there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Jesus comes on the scene, centuries later. And you and I are here because we know that. We know there is no God on earth except Jesus Christ. He he reveals himself, he reveals his father, he reveals the Holy Spirit as one God. And we can say that there is no God on earth except Jesus Christ. And that should pack this place, with or without COVID. That should pack every church in which we gather for the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ. But what happens instead? Well, you heard Jesus. He's preaching away and telling them who were the followers of Judaism, you know, you're not gonna get my word. You don't understand me. You're not accepting what I'm doing. You know, just like the pagans of Zarephath and the pagan Naaman, they accepted God of Israel and they put their faith in God, and they're going to be saved. And you guys basically are going to go to hell, He's my, my paraphrase. And what did they do? They took him to the end of the city where they were going to throw him overboard. Remember, and most of you are young enough to remember, that would have been the gospel of the Sunday in Lent in which all the statues were covered in the churches. Remember that? This is the gospel, and it's, it, it recalls Jesus hidden because they were going to throw him over, but he passed through them and disappeared, and they're looking around for him. Again, making today what's written thousands of years ago. There is no God on the earth except Jesus Christ. How many are in competition with him? The philosophy of our country maybe the world, but let's stay home, so often denies Jesus Christ. Society and the values society places in secular values denies Jesus Christ. When we're out to lunch, breakfast, or supper, do we make a sign of the cross at our meal as a sign of our faith in Jesus Christ, who is the only God on earth? Do we live, do we, Christians, Catholics, do we live in our actions and in our deeds and our words and our attitudes as if we are part of the body of Jesus Christ, the only God on earth? If we haven't, Lent is a perfect time to recall our faith in God. And I have to say, as Jesus was speaking to the Jews who just weren't faithful, they were in church, temple, they did all the right things, but they just didn't live up to their faith. There are Catholics today, and maybe some of us can be accused of that, who are Catholics, yep, we wear a medal, we say our sign of the cross, we go to church, but we may not be living up to the fact that we are members of Jesus Christ's body, the only god on earth we should radiate that wherever we go in our attitude toward people in our annihilation of discrimination in our care for the poor in our respect in our own homes in our attitude toward one another husbands and wives wives and husbands speaking to each other teaching that those values to their children so often i'm going to just talk to us as catholics that doesn't exist the faith of jesus christ that we have in jesus christ as the only god on earth that we follow doesn't exist so often i was talking to someone yesterday who's a medical care provider she's in school she's going to be a doctor and her cousin and we were talking about some of the issues, he's a teacher in a high school, talking about some of the issues that he confronts in high school. Oh, well, let's take it out of their high school and let's put it in all the high schools in our country and the colleges of our country. The values that our kids are coming home with reflect no belief in Jesus Christ, reflect denying Jesus Christ. Reflect not accepting Jesus Christ. And these are our family members. And I hear it from my own family members who come and tell me what is going on at their schools. The, 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 the disrespect for the human body. Start there. There's a beautiful stained glass window here in the church of, of creation. The disrespect that starts with the human body as God made us. You know what's going on. How we're taught contemporary secular society with attitudes that are, I guess you can call them liberal, but they're just bizarre. That there's no gender, whatever you wanna be, you could be. Boy, girl, cat, dog, doesn't matter. And while that's going on Another agenda, women's rights, women's rights. But we can make guys who become girls play on their teams. Women's rights, what is that? It's a complete annihilation of God's role in our country. And, and, and it goes on right through society. And these are secular leaders, but they're infiltrating, their interest is infiltrating into our homes and our churches. And we've got to act as if, as if we do believe that Jesus Christ is the only God on earth. People have to look at us as we get in our cars and leave church, and they have to see believers. Now we don't have to walk around with a halo or, or holy rollers, but we have to walk around with an attitude of respect an attitude of listening, an attitude of understanding, only imitating Jesus, not not becoming God ourselves, just imitating Jesus, who cared for all of us, who was not afraid to touch the leper, contemporary, not afraid to touch an AIDS patient. Now, we have science working with us, and again, I have to go back to God to thank him for the sciences that we have, and the minds that we have as a society to develop the sciences in cooperation with God. Let that be known. Let others know that we Catholics believe that Jesus Christ is the only God on earth.